You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tiger Nation, welcome to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right, five days a week. It's a glance into Clemson Athletics and the number one team in college football. Breaking news coming out of Clemson overnight on Thursday evening and now into Friday where the big story is Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence tested positive for COVID-19. He will not be playing in tomorrow's game against Boston College at noon. And we'll see what happens with his status against Notre Dame a week from now. I'll get into that in just a few moments. We'll analyze what that means for the Tigers and what's going to happen with DJ Uyangole running the show. At least that's what's expected to happen against Boston College tomorrow. Also, we'll dive into the game a little bit. New perspective, I guess, with the announcement of Trevor Lawrence not being able to play in this one. We'll take a look at three questions that Tigers must answer in this game, as well as a prediction and a look at next week's opponent, and that's going to be a big one, up in South Bend, Indiana. I'm your host, Brad Sinkoff. You can follow me on Twitter, at Brad Sinkoff, last name spelled S-E-N-K-I-W, and I am the co-host of the Press Box on 105.5 The Roar and the deputy editor over at allclemson.com, or right on a daily Basis for the Sports Illustrated Network. Without further ado, let's dive right into the news of the day surrounding Trevor Lawrence, the starting quarterback for Clemson. Here is what Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney had to say in a statement released Thursday night. Quote, Trevor has authorized us this evening to announce that he has tested positive for COVID-19 and is now in isolation. He is doing well with mild symptoms, but will not be available for this week's game against Boston College. While we certainly miss Trevor, this is an opportunity for other guys to step up, and we're excited about competing against a very good BC team on Saturday. End quote. I think what's interesting there about the wording of this statement from Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney is that he only lists Trevor Lawrence as missing the Boston College game. No mention of Notre Dame next Saturday. And I think that's pretty important wording and at least for now, leaves the door open that he can be available, and I'll get into that in just a moment. But first, let's talk a little bit about what this means. Trevor Lawrence, first of all, is a Heisman frontrunner, and he maybe, maybe not after this week. But you know, this is something that you knew was going to happen. You knew this was coming. Maybe not to Trevor Lawrence, but you knew that there would be some stars in college football affected by this. And I think right now, the concern, first of all, goes to Lawrence, and you hope that he's healthy. I know they say he has mild symptoms right now, and they're hoping that you know he's he's going to be fine there. And you know, there's not been hospitalizations across college football. There's been players that have had and contracted COVID. Clemson went through a huge bout of it back during the summer when they had at least we know of. I think it was 37 cases confirmed, and there was more after that when they just started listening to student athletes and not football players. So. This certainly is something that Clemson has gone through and knows how to handle and understands the protocols. And so I think Trevor Lawrence will be fine there, and and hopefully he he bounces back quickly and stays healthy. But the other thing is, who else was he around, you know, before uh, he was 
tested positive. And that's, you know, the, the backup quarterback, DJ Uyongole, Tyson Pumachon, Hunter Helms. You know, how close was he around these guys? How much time did he spend with them uh, when they think he was he was positive? And so I think that's going to be interesting to see how that's handled. And that's why, you know, I I say I assume it's going to be DJ Uyongole as a starter tomorrow against BC. But at the same time, I don't know his health. And he's going to have to obviously pass a COVID test on Friday. Uh, that'll be the last time players are tested before the game on Saturday. So we're not going to get any updates probably until right before game time. Probably good it's an early game. Go ahead and, and figure all that out quickly. But I, I would guess right now it's DJ Uyangole who's going to be the starter. So the concern here is can the freshman handle it? And look, this is why you recruit. This is why you go after big-time football players because you have got to always have a backup plan. When DJ Uyangole, a five-star, big-time prospect, committed to Clemson, there was no COVID. When he signed, when he enrolled, there was no COVID. So this was something that you know you have to convince a young man to come play for you and sit out a whole year behind a Heisman front runner and not play. And he's got to be okay with that. Well, this is one of the reasons you do that, because you never know what's going to happen. And so now Clemson looks to be turning to a young man who has all the gifts, all the physical abilities. We're talking about a 6'5", 250-pound quarterback. He's already got the size. He's not going to be intimidated by taking hits. Uh, he's a guy who likes to run the football. He's dual threat. And I think it's going to change Clemson's offense a little bit. But what we really don't quite know is how good a passer he truly is. And you can look at the high school tape. You can look at the film. Very good player. But right now, uh, it's kind of hard to say what he's going to do in this offense because you look at his passing numbers from this year, Clemson's never really turned him loose. They've never let him throw the ball down the field. He's 12 of 19 for uh, 102 yards. He's averaging just 5.4 yards per pass attempt. 63.2% of his passes have been completed. His QB rating is 108.2. So it's not like he's had a ton of ability or a ton of opportunities to go out there and sling it around. And you would have thought Georgia Tech game would have been his chance to really showcase his skills and show that he's got a good grasp of the offense. He was out that game with a sore shoulder. And he did come in a little bit in the fourth quarter against Syracuse last week. So that's a good sign that he's relatively healthy. But Clemson turns things over to a young man that um, just has not done it at this level. Doesn't mean he can't. Doesn't mean he won't. It just means right now you haven't seen it out of him, and that certainly is a concern. Whether or not he is a starting quarterback next week against Notre Dame remains to be seen. As of right now, you do the math. Clemson tests on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So you got to think Trevor Lawrence tested positive on Wednesday. That would technically be 10 days from the Notre Dame game. So he could technically play. However, there's some caveats there. One, he has to be symptom-free and fever-free for, I think, 24 hours. Also, he cannot travel with the team because he will not be out of his 10-day quarantine when they when they head up there next Friday. So he would have to travel on his own on the Saturday of the game and then show up and play a night game in South Bend without any practice whatsoever because he cannot be around the team. He can do Zoom calls only, but he will be in isolation and quarantine for 10 consecutive days. It's 
almost unrealistic to think a quarterback, as good as he is, as talented as he is, can pull that off. And that the offense can, you know, just not skip a beat and just roll right along. So some of this may depend on how DJ looks this week and what he does. Coming up next, get into three questions concerning this BC game tomorrow at noon. And now with Trevor Lawrence on the shelf in isolation, it certainly changes the outlook of this game some. Everybody's got that wall they're trying to break through. For me, it's going to be later on today as I'm out on the golf course with my kids, trying to power through that back nine and have the energy to finish strong and post a good score. It's difficult. Sometimes, you know, after a long day of of working and show prep and everything else, it's hard to stay focused and have the energy I need to get things done. And that's why I turned to BuiltGo. BuiltGo is built to help you get through anything. Whatever your wall is, maybe it's that, you know, last... um, Presentation of the day, you're trying to just stay focused and get through it. Built Go is great to throw into your briefcase to help you power through it. Whatever your wall is, Built Go is going to help you overcome it. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without the same crash. You don't have that feeling. Uh, plus, it's natural, so it's good for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with about a third of the caffeine, but you get much better results. That comes in three delicious flavors. Check out Bilko in the peanut butter honey, the chocolate coconut, and the chocolate mint. Go right now to Bilko.com. That's Bilko.com. Punch in promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at Bilko.com. Let's go. It's Friday. That means it's the weekend, folks, and that means it is time to chill And for once, just turn off for a little bit, right? It's been a long week. It's go, go, go. You're dealing with the pressures of everyday life, work, friends, family, everything else. Get some time for you this weekend. Sit back, turn on the football games, sit down with an ice cold Coors Light and just chill. Because it's literally the beer that's made to chill. I want to sit back and relax this weekend with some Coors Light and you should do the same. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, cold packaged. Again, it's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It's perfect for that moment to unwind. And what better time to do that than all the football games are going to be on this weekend. You can sit back and unwind, hit the off switch for a little bit, reboot, chill out with some Coors Light, and get ready for next week. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you hit, you need to hit the reset button, Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Now it's time for three questions concerning this game against Boston College. And most of these are going to revolve now around the loss of Trevor Lawrence. And who's going to have to step up? I got some players to watch coming up as well. Let's start, though, with the first question. Can Travis Etienne be the man this week, and they're going to need him in a big, big way. With DJ Uyangle running things at quarterback, uh, I can't think of a time this year where they've relied, where they're going to have to rely more on Travis Etienne than this week, and that's a little concerning if you're Clemson because the run game has not really taken off the way that you're used to seeing it, and Travis Etienne is a tremendous football player. He's going to break the ACC all-time rushing record this week. Going to do it against Boston College. He just needs 43 yards. you got to think he gets there this week. And 
especially with Trevor Lawrence out, Clemson may turn to more of a power run game. You know, we haven't seen that this year. You've seen teams stack the box. You've seen teams load up, put six, seven guys up there, more guys that Clemson's offensive line can handle, and they just haven't been able to create the holes they've needed. And at times, I think the offensive line hasn't played great. And at other times, I think they've just been overwhelmed by the defensive scheme. And you got to think Boston College with two really good linebackers, two of the best in the ACC, they're going to challenge Clemson. They're going to make Clemson throw the ball against them. They're not going to want to give up big rushing yards. But if you're Clemson with DJ Uyongale, now he's got legs and he can move. He's averaging four yards per carry. He's got two rushing touchdowns on the seasons, although those both came against the Citadel, so he has yet to score against a FBS or Power 5 opponent. But still, they can run the ball, run the RPO, and I, I think they have to in this game. They've got to come out and try to establish it. If they get into a game where DJ's going to have to throw the ball over and over again, I, th- I think that's going to be uh, troublesome and put a lot of pressure on him. If Clemson come out and establish the run a little bit, even with you know stacked boxes, even when it's not in their favor, they've got to find a way schematically and just power-wise, just physically, get Travis E.T. in the ball and get him a little bit of space. Now, he also may be active in the receiving game, and I, w- I would think that's an area where they're really going to try to hit Boston College hard, is getting him out of the backfield, getting him the ball. Again, that would put him in space and allow him to go make plays. I think this is going to be a big Travis Etienne game. I think it has to be a big Travis Etienne game, and I expect it to be. You know, go back to 2018 when Trevor Lawrence got hurt against Syracuse. He came out in the first half. The Tigers, I think, had a drive before the, the uh, they went to the locker room for the halftime. They come back out, and they absolutely mauled Syracuse up front. They got after. They challenged the offensive line. They said, we're going to run the ball no matter what the looks are, no matter what the boxes, how it's stacked, whatever. Pound the football with Travis Etienne, and they did. They came back. They won the game in, under, with Chase Bryce at quarterback. I think this is going to be a similar situation. They're going to have to challenge that offensive line to really get after it. Number two, now with – Trevor Lawrence out. I mean, I think that's going to put a little bit more pressure on everybody on this offense, but it's also going to put a little pressure on the defense. Can Clemson, which is banged up a little bit, handle a mobile quarterback? Phil Dracovic has some legs. He, he, can, he, can, he can run. He's mobile. He's big. He's strong. He's a Pennsylvania quarterback. You, you think about those the, the lineage of, of great QBs have come out of that state. He started out at Notre Dame, so he's, he's a power five, four-star type prospect, got a lot of pedigree, dual-threat guy. He can throw on the run. He doesn't have to stay in the pocket, really doesn't even want to be in the pocket sometimes from what I've seen from him, and he, he can get out and run. And it's very similar to Brennan Armstrong for Virginia. The lefty, you know, was a little deceptive for Clemson. I, I think he had more mobility than Clemson was prepared for, And he hurt him a little bit and was able to get some first downs and keep drives alive in that game against Clemson earlier this year. I think Dracovic can do some of that as well. However, if you're Brent Venables, you know it's coming more. It's not like Brendan Armstrong, who you had very little tape on. You've got enough on Dracovic now. They're they're played six games at Boston College. There's enough there to know what they're going to do. So my guess is Venables is going to be much more dialed in to Dracovic, but he's going to have to be. That's going to be the guy who's going to make things go for BC. I, this is not a good run team. A lot of their rushing yards are going to have to come from Dracovic. And as you've seen over the years, one-dimensional teams don't fare well against Brent Venables. 
So how they handle that mobile quarterback is going to dictate how this game goes. Speaking of that, the final question, how does this game go in terms of when does Clemson put Boston College away? I still think the Tigers can win this game comfortably. I think they have the defense to do it. And a lot of times when you see a player like Trevor Lawrence not suit up, everybody elevates their game that next game. And usually it's a game or two down the road before you start to feel the effects of it, and he may not be out that long. But you got to think everybody on that football field is going to say, we got to go win this one. we got to prove ourselves without Trevor Lawrence. And this is a chance for offensive players and defensive players to make statements in this game. And so I think Clemson is still going to play well. The question is, or do they go into a, the game in the fourth quarter with it still on the line? You know, is it going to be like Syracuse last week where it's a six-point game in the third quarter? The Tigers want to avoid that because you don't want all that youth out there on the field to have to deal with the pressure of going to win that game, even though it's at home, late. And so I think it's important that Clemson establish itself early offensively, whether it's with that power run or not. Find some things that work. Build a little bit of a lead, get some space between themselves and Boston College, and then just kind of hold on. And I, I think that's possible in this game. I think Clemson can pull that off because I still think even without Trevor Lawrence, with Travis Etienne and that tight end group and this receiving core, if that offensive line can play well in this game and block BC, I think Clemson will have success on offense and still get the points they need to put this one away. The line's gonna the line's coming way down, but I, I don't think you're gonna get like a 14 point game out of this. Clemson's still gonna be heavily favored, and a lot of that is because that defense is so doggone stingy. They're just not gonna give up a ton of points in this one, and I think that's gonna be the case. But Clemson needs to put this one away fairly early. Coming up next, a quick prediction, and also take a look at next week's opponent. Yes, I know players and coaches don't look ahead, but we can. I'll give you a breakdown of what Clemson's gonna be facing next week. Now let's take a look at how this game is going to play out between Clemson and Boston College, and then I'll also give you a little bit of a look at Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, hosting Clemson next week. This is a tune-up, though. At least that's what it was supposed to be until the news of Trevor Lawrence came out, and now there's a little bit more pressure on this game and on this Tiger team. But I really expect the Tigers to play well in this game. Again, I think there's going to be a big rally around Trevor Lawrence, go win this one for him. He's not here. It's, you know, my time to shine kind of mentality for a lot of guys. They'll still play as a team. Um, would I be surprised if they were a little sloppy and there were turnovers and BC hung around in this game? I, yeah, I actually kind of would be because I just think this the pro, way the program is built at Clemson, the way that Dabo Sweeney uh, prepares players and develops players. Remember, this is why he puts guys in in week one, in week two, in week three, and when they have a chance in blowouts to clear the bench and play everybody, he does it. He doesn't leave his stars in there to rack up gaudy yards just for the sake of padding their stats. It's all about developing players, and this is why. I mean, Davos has said a million times he doesn't want to get later into the season, and this is the second half now, and have a player have to come in and fill a huge role in a big game, and that guy's never played before. It's all about preparation, preparation, preparation. And that's what this program is built on. That's why this coaching staff has been so successful for a long time. And I think that's going to be the case in this game against Boston College. But I think some players are going to have to step up. And three guys I'm keeping an eye on in this game this week include Frank Lassen Jr., the wide receiver. Joseph Ngata still on the men, still not 100%. Lassen's the only outside receiver. 
And he's going to have to make some plays in this game. He can't drop the football. He's going to get some opportunities because if they really do stack the box like they potentially could, it's going to open some things up down the field. He has got to go make a play and help his young quarterback in this one. And then another player to keep an eye on on the defensive side of the ball is Jake Venables. He's stepping in for James Skowski, who's out. The injury bug has hit Clemson pretty hard right now here at the halfway point of the season. And Venables steps into Skowski's role. Skowski got multiple weeks after having uh, some a procedure done on his groin. And that's going to open up the door for a really good player. Venables is good, but he's got to be consistent. He's got to be there down in and down out like Skowski is. And he's not going to be the heart and soul of the defense. He's not going to be the rah-rah guy. He just needs to go do his job and not do everybody else's. And then another player on the defensive side I'm keeping an eye on, Darian Kendrick. Is he going to play this week? We think he's going to play this week. Clemson's hopeful he's going to play this week. But they need him out there. Uh, especially with Mario Goodrich banged up again. Uh, this is a this is a DK. This is a position where DK is greatly, greatly needed as the depth is going to take a really big hit there if he doesn't go. And if he does play, he needs to go make some plays for this Tiger defense. So overall, what's going to happen in this game? I think Clemson's going to roll fairly comfortably. It, it may may not get off to a great start, but I think their depth and if they can run the football and control the game, control the pace, I think the Tigers can pull away. Uh, I, I originally was going to go with something like 38-13 with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I'm going to change that into more something about like 31-13, to maybe 28-13, something in that range. But I still think Clemson's going to win this game. And I think the story coming out of it is going to be DJU. And we're going to be talking about him in terms of what Clemson's offense looks like next year with him at the helm. Real quick, Notre Dame fighting Irish, hosting Clemson next week. The Tigers expected to be, at least they were when Trevor Lawrence was going to play, a double-digit favorite. We'll see how that line changes uh, next week. But the Irish take on Georgia Tech this week. They're a three-touchdown favorite against the Yellow Jackets. They're going to roll. That's going to set up what I believe will be an undefeated matchup, the ACC marquee game of the week, or of the year, I should say. This is going to be the big one, and it's not going to be easy, especially if Trevor Lawrence can't go. Then things really, really could change uh, for the outcome of that game. That being said, Notre Dame has got a good defense. Okay, They're the only defense in the ACC that ranks higher than Clemson in total defense and, and scoring defense. So it's going to be a tough test. The Tigers are going to have to be ready and well-prepared for that game. And that's why I think they need to take care of Boston College. And they need to get some guys rest. They need to they need to build some more depth. They need to have everybody on the same page and ready to go against Notre Dame because that's going to be the biggest game of the season by far for the Tigers. And it might be a rematch coming up in Charlotte on December the 19th. But on November the 7th, Notre Dame offers the best chance of a team that can beat Clemson. They can. If Clemson doesn't play well, that Notre Dame team is good enough. I know they don't have a ton of playmakers on offense. Inbook isn't the aired-out kind of quarterback that you think you need to beat Clemson. But if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play and DJ struggles this week and a lot of other ifs go into that one, health is an issue right now for this team, then they could be vulnerable on the road at South Bend next week. This is going to wrap up the special edition following the injury uh, analysis of Trevor Lawrence. Again, he is out for the Boston College game on Saturday. We'll see how that reshapes things, reshapes the Tigers. I'll be back Monday to break it all down for you. 
please tell your friends, your family about Locked On Clemson Podcast. Hit the download button. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Brad Sinkoff. That's with a W at the end. Everybody have a great weekend. Take care. Talk to you on Monday, Tiger Nation.